from the Mercy One Studio. Welcome to Straight Talk, a lively discussion on tough issues impacting our lives. Every Tuesday at 10 a.m. and 10 p.m. on Iowa Catholic Radio. Here's your host, Gene Wells, brought to you by Blackbird Investments. Welcome to Straight Talk on Iowa Catholic Radio. It is your weekly dose of news from the diocese and around the world, plus commentary on issues that are giving you angst, uh, like the caucuses, perhaps, and no reporting of the winner. You'd think that national media was just having a heyday, ripping us apart. Very sad. Uh, Straight Talk. You've got questions. We've got some answers for you. And I'm Jean Wells. I count among my blessings to be broadcasting from the Mercy One studio here at Iowa Catholic Radio and grateful to Blackbird Investments for sponsoring Straight Talk. Doing what is challenging because it is right, that's Blackbird Investments. When it comes to building real estate, they look for creative solutions by forming strategic alliances, creating energy efficient buildings, and engaging with local craftsmen. At its core, Blackbird believes in giving buildings a new life. For more information, you can go online, blackbirdinvest.com. Well, on today's show, we're going to learn all about how to become a saint. Peasy, easy peasy, five steps, you're done. Okay, maybe not. Um, Really, how do you become a saint in the society of sinners? I mean, we're surrounded by debauchery, and how do we keep focused on what is our true call? We're going to talk about that today. Um, Now, typically during this segment, I give you an overview of the show. I give you some statistics related to our topic, and I can tell you one statistic, 100% of saints are holy. There you go. How's that for statistics? Actually, I looked for a a Pew Research study on saints and Evidently, there was no divine intervention because I couldn't find any statistics. So let's look at things from a different perspective. You know, we have the seven deadly sins. You know, we've all heard about those. Well, let's think about those and how they 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 drive us towards sin. So pride, you know, each and every day, breaking news of civil wars in certain countries keep coming in. Huge reports of hard crimes by the youth drug dealings, you know, and many more just keep happening only to create fear for mankind that living on this earth is no more peace, no longer peaceful and comfortable. Or we think our own little lives are peaceful and comfortable. That's where pride comes in. Greed. The mayor of London, Boris Johnson, announced that greed is good. Hey, there you go. In fact, Greedy rich people are much more likely to lie, steal, cheat, and behave unethically and break the law than lower class people. Oh, evidently we're not supposed to be rich now, okay? Um, This was done from research at the University of California in Berkeley. And, you know, you look at that and it's like, no, wealth is not a sin. Excessive desire for wealth is sin. but, you know, we're all challenged to, to succeed and want more. We have to look at our motivations. Envy. More than jealousy, envy not only wants what the other person has, but doesn't want that person to have it in the first place. I read an article documenting 15 murders that were, that were connected to envy. I mean, that's, 
serious when we get so obsessed with someone else having something that we want. Wrath or anger on average in Denver, 4.7 reports of domestic violence every single day because of anger. Lust, 7% of men and 1% of women report viewing porn every day. I mean, it is an epidemic, you know, and I'm going to talk about the Super Bowl halftime. If that wasn't porn, I don't know what was. Um, They were just, they had a few too many clothes on, if you can believe that, to count it as porn. Gluttony, which is often related to food. If you carry 20% more than your ideal weight, you're considered obese. So if you're 150 is your ideal goal weight and you weigh 180, you're obese. I mean, if you look at pictures of little kiddos, so many of them are heavy. We're feeding them way too much food and not getting enough exercise, which relates to sloth. You sleep too much. You never want to cook. You're hooked on computer games. All of those things create an unhappy person, perhaps even disrespectful for others. Now, my point in in going negative with all of this is to recognize the challenges each of us face in becoming saints. It's not just a matter of wishing to be a good person. Our efforts, our striving for saintliness, is a goal worthy of our best efforts, our consistent efforts, and our perpetual prayers. We are bombarded all the way around in life. We have to make being a saint top of our priority list. Okay. Well, Iowa Catholic Radio has some events that may help you um, on this journey. The next Ladies Mosaic Luncheon will be February 13th at St. Teresa's Catholic Church featuring Chris Magruder and the Miracle of the Veil Removed. If you haven't seen the video, it is worth taking a few minutes to watch. Doors open at 1130. Registration is now available online at iowacatholicradio.com. Our Spring Carathon is just around the corner, February 17th through the 21st, and it is your prayers and your financial support that have allowed us to continue to be on air and to grow as we have done over the last 15 years. So God bless you. This ministry needs your ongoing support, so please prayerfully consider how you can contribute to our mission of connecting listeners with Christ. The 2020 Iowa Catholic Men's Conference is February 22nd at a new venue, the Embassy Suites downtown, and it includes Iowa State football head coach Matt Campbell, who, if you didn't know, is Catholic, very faithful Catholic man. Uh, You can register online at iowacatholicradio.com. And for those of you that like uh, that the groundhog didn't see his shadow, and so therefore there's going to be six weeks less of winter, I don't know how that goes, but we're playing golf this summer. (laughs) And that's always a good thing. That's in June, June 12th, 8 a.m. at Blank Golf Course. Uh, Enjoy the sunshine. So register again online at iowacatholicradio.com. Some news. I was going to report on the winners of the caucuses held last night, uh, but obviously no news there. I mean, this is, it's a complicated process when you have 18 candidates Um, spread out in precincts, hundreds of precincts around the state. This is where we get to practice that patient, that virtue of patience. Uh, Donald Trump, President Donald Trump, will deliver the State of the Union tonight at 8 p.m. Central Time from the floor of the House of Representatives. Uh, Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmerend and Texas Congresswoman Veronica Escobar, um, well, the Michigan governor will give the, give the, 
they will give the Democratic rebuttals to President Trump's State of the Union. That's tonight on all the major channels. When we come back from our break, I'll be visiting with Tom, uh, with, excuse me, with Scott Froyan. He is the co-founder of the State, the Saint Builder Foundation. How can we become saints in a society with sinners? It's time for Straight Talk right now on Iowa Catholic Radio. Are you prepared for the 2020 Iowa Catholic Men's Conference Sons of the Father? Saturday, February 22nd at the Embassy Suites by Hilton downtown. Mass will be offered at 7.30 a.m. Registration begins at 8 and the conference kicks off at 9 with Iowa State University head football coach Matt Campbell. Followed by Joe Stopulis from the Man Up Show. John Leonetti from Iowa Catholic Radio will host the Iowa Catholic Men's Conference Sons of the Father Saturday, February 22nd at the Embassy Suites by Hilton downtown. Learn more at iowacatholicradio.com. Programming support for Catholic Women Now is provided by Iowa's injury attorney, Fred Haas. For over 30 years, Fred Haas has helped injured Iowans recover financial, physical, and emotional losses from car, truck, and motorcycle accidents, work-related injuries, and injuries due to negligence. Most importantly, providing the professional, personal, and responsive legal counsel that everyone deserves. Fred, double D, Haas, double A, the Des Moines Law Offices of Fred Haas. While we have time... Let us do good. Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory for underwriting Christ is the Answer. Losing a loved one, as we know, is never easy, and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times. But Caldwell Parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory is Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. Their number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com. Thank you, Blessed International, for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Everyone lives their life 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. How we use that time directly affects if our life will leave a significant impact or not. Each year, Blessed International leads Central Iowans on a 12-day, all-inclusive experience sharing the heart of Christ with children in South Africa. Teams are forming to do something significant in an African child's life. Learn more at BlessedMenInternational.org. That's BlessedMenInternational.org. Hi, I'm Teresa, and as Executive Director of InterVisions Healthcare, I want to say thank you. Thank you to the thousands of women in Central Iowa for trusting InterVisions when it comes to your unplanned pregnancy. And thank you to the many supporters who have made it possible for us to serve these patients. We are excited to announce our second clinic on the South Side is currently open. Now we have two locations to better serve women with unplanned pregnancies or STDs. Would you like a tour of the clinic? Give us a call today to get that set up. 515-440-2273 or visit IVHcare.org. Thank you, Big Red Q Quick Print, for underwriting the sports report. Family owned and operated since 1980, Big Red Q Quick Print is a full service print shop ready to help you with all your printing needs with speed and accuracy. Forms, manuals, brochures, letterhead, envelopes, business cards, custom invitations, design, and bindery. Big Red Q Quick Print, located across from Merle Hay Mall. Online at bigredq Des Moines.com. Big Red Q Quick Print. We make printing easy. Why do folks give to the Catholic tuition organization? Probably because they love Catholic schools, right? Partially, but they also like the tax benefits. Or they were helped when their kids were in school. Or they have been blessed and want to bless others. Whatever the reason, the 65% tax credits are great. And after all, it's for the kids and their future. Online, (laughs) ctoiowa.org. 
This is Dr. Ray Gurindy from The Doctor Is In. Okay, I'll confess. Years ago when I was asked to be on Catholic Radio, I peremptorily said, uh, no thanks. And then I realized the power of Catholic Radio. As I got emails and letters from folks who have come back to the church, whose families converted, whose lives were made better, it's training for the troops. It makes better Catholics, better Christians out of the folks who listen, and then they go out to transform the world. Your gift works to make a difference for you. You can give securely online at iowacatholicradio.com, the Iowa Catholic Radio app, or call 515-223-1150. Welcome back to Straight Talk on Iowa Catholic Radio. This is Gene Wells, and you can text us at 515-223-1150 if you have questions or comments or stories to share. Scott Froyan is my guest. He is the co-founder of the Saint Builder Foundation. And Scott, before we get started, um, do the short version of your story that goes from being a CPA to running the Saint Builder Foundation. I'm like, really? How did that happen? Well, thanks for having me on, Gene. Oh, you're uh, welcome. The uh, I'm not sure there is a short version. Oh, okay. I'm not sure I really understand the version. Well, so today I, is a two-hour show. Okay, okay, here we go. So I uh, I retired um, from the corporate world about uh, five years ago, and I just kind of didn't know what was next. Um, I had some ideas, but they're all kind of fun retirement ideas. Mm-hmm. And um, tennis, tennis, lots of tennis. Yeah, I played yeah. drums in a rock band at the time. Yeah, you know, so all that kind of fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Melanie, my spouse, thought, thought maybe there was something more than that, <laughs> and, and she was still working. <laughs> Those full-time. pushy women, very pushy. You yeah, know, and just no <laughs> fun at all. Um, she was working full time at Intervisions Healthcare at the time, so I had to find something to do with with my life, right? Mm-hmm. So, so the first job that she gave me was to walk our two dogs. So, <laughs> Okay, uh, well, that's, that's very fulfilling. Right. So mm-hmm. that's when it all started happening, actually, because I actually call our dog walks God walks now. Mm-hmm. So dog spelled backwards is mm-hmm. God. Right? Yes. And so I was having all these things come to me that maybe I should be doing. Uh, and then Melanie also encouraged me to go to various events. And, and I heard uh, John Lee and Eddie speak one night, and he said, we were all meant to be saints. And I had never heard that before. And I mm-hmm. never heard, he said, everybody makes it to heaven is a saint. I'm like, all right, well, that's a pretty good goal. No, Maybe, there's only the saint of the day. And so therefore, who are the, those other people? Right. I thought yeah. it was, you know, just the ones that were, you know, went through the process. You're so, right. So I thought, well, okay, that seems like a really good idea. Maybe I should go in that direction. And, and then one day, walking the dogs again, I had just had this idea that, and it was during the last presidential election. Okay. Right. And so everybody's mad at, at each other. And oh, so things have improved? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no. Yeah. No. <laughs> so, so the division was just so wide. And I, so I just quit listening to all of that. And I thought, you know, how do, how do we fix this? And I'm like, well, we all need to strive to be saints. If we're all striving to be saints, there are actually no problems in the world, right? So God gave us this world and everything in it and everything we needed to be, um, to be happy and to be successful and, um, and just don't sin, right? And I thought, well... Well, that's Th- that would solve piece of cake. The, that would solve all the problems. Right. And so I started thinking about that, and then I went to adoration, which, again, Melanie said, we're going to adoration once a week. And I would sit there after I said the prayers that I knew for the first five minutes, and I'd mm-hmm. have... Now what do I do? Yeah, 55 she wants to, minutes. How, let me look at my watch. How much longer is where are we staying? <laughs> yeah, and she's all engaged, and I'm like, I don't know. Well, one, I started bringing a notebook with me, and one day an outline for 
the book that I wrote mm-hmm. came. Which book was that? Um, Saint Me. Saint Me by Scott A. Froyan. Yeah. I have a copy of it right here yeah, in well, front of me. Thank you. Yes. So it's Saint Me with a, a capital A for like Ain't Me. Saint right. Me, Ain't Me, mm-hmm. and a question mark, and but then an exclamation point. Well, why not? Why shouldn't we strive to be saints? And my background in business was planning and execution. So here's where we want to go. Here's where we're at. What are the steps we need to take? And to me, if you if you don't plan to achieve mm-hmm. something, you're going to fail. Well, and, and so we're going to talk about that because I'm very analytical and I love you know tracking things, goal oriented. Let's you know let's have a chart. Check off what we're doing. You know, here's the list for today to get to where we're going to go. So we're going to talk about how you can help track your own activities to to get to that point. All so, right. Love it. So this is very exciting. And again, you know, when we think of the things that are bombarding us in society, we can either go with the flow or we can say, no, I'm going to, to look at things from a different perspective and really target that that sainthood. Absolutely. So let, let's go back to that original question. You know, how do we become saints in a society of sinners? And I'm like, okay, maybe that was a little harsh. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, so I'm going to rephrase that. You know, how do we strive towards saintly behavior when we are, are bombarded with temptations towards sinful behavior? So now we're taking the, that people, I'm not calling anybody sinners anymore, but there is so much sinful behavior out there. You know, where do we start? How do we strive towards that saintly behavior? So maybe start with, since I know you're going to want to talk about the Super Bowl. Right? Oh. So let's let's talk about the Kansas City Chiefs, right? Yes. So what did they do to win the Super Bowl? So And they, they just kept their eye on the prize. Mm-hmm. So I might just say— And they what, prayed. Yeah. What we need to do—they <laughs> probably did. They did. Oh, haven't you seen those no, images? I have not. Yes. Yeah. They're um, Mahomes, Mahomes, whatever. Yep, yep. Obviously, I'm a big football yeah. fan. Um, you know, prayed before the game. He he does that. He there's been many articles about his Christian faith and and that drives him. There's a, a image of about five of the guys kneeling before the game in prayer. Maybe that one was afterwards in Thanksgiving. I, I don't remember now which image it was, but yeah. but yeah, prayer is very much rooted in the Kansas City Chiefs. That's great. So, I had no yeah. idea. Mm-hmm. I did know he wore a cross because he kept tucking it back into his jersey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, through their whole season, they kept the their eye on the prize. And even in the playoffs, they were down in every game that mm-hmm. they were in, including the Super Bowl. I think they were down by 10 points with mm-hmm. nine minutes to go. And yet they won, I think, by 11. Right. So they never let anything get 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 them down and they kept their eye on the prize. And I think it's the same for us. So what's the prize for us, right? It's mm-hmm. heaven and eternal life. And we're behind by 10 points. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like really, it, and every time you think you've made progress, you know, that ugly pride thing kind of gets in the way like, oh, look at how holy I am. And you'd go, so chinka, 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 right back down that, that, that saintly ladder. It's like, really? You can't do that. Um, yeah, I, I I love some of the memes with the Kansas City Chiefs where they're, um, you know, the one guy is laughing to Mahomes saying, he, 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 let them yeah. think they're going to win. It's in the third yeah. quarter, you know, well, let's come back. Yeah. And anyway, um, they've had a great season. Youngest quarterback in history to to win a Super Bowl and to win the MVP. So yeah. congratulations yeah. to him. But yeah, who in their right yeah. mind, yeah. talking about the Super Bowl, put together that halftime show that really it was offensive and 
you know, I, and I only watched it for three minutes. So I didn't, now there's stuff that's po- popping up on social media and I'm like, well, I'm glad I didn't see it. You know, and in my humble opinion, it was just disgusting. And, and I thought of, of the young men and boys and not so young men that were really being enticed by the sexual behavior. And then the young women and the young girls and the not so young women that were told yet again that sexual sexualized behavior is the way of communicating. That was not about empowering. It was about using the opposite sex. You know, and I don't know how long the, the halftime lasted, but what do you do? I mean, I'm sure people were enthralled by all of the of the gyrations. And you talk about near occasion of sin. How sad. What do you do? Well, I turned off the TV. <laughs> well, <laughs> so. and, and I think that's that's a good answer. Um, I mean, they they do these things because you know shock sells, right? Mm-hmm. In, in fact, I I uh, got sex sells. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, Interesting. So I ran a sales organization for a while, mm-hmm. and we had a uh, an organization uh, advertising agency come in, came in, and um, I'll never forget what this person said. She said, "Sin sells," and I said, well, "Tell me more about this." And she actually went through the seven deadly sins, and nearly all advertising is based around the seven deadly sins. So because they're appealing to that weakness of our human soul, right? You Absolutely. Know. It's like people that have the cars wrapped up with the red bow during the Christmas season. Who gives a new car (laughs) at Christmas? That's just wrong. And you wouldn't even want one, would you? No. I mean, honestly, it's like I I bought a brand new car once in my life and then totaled it about five weeks later on ice. And I've never bought a brand new car since. (laughs) Like that that was, yeah. Well, and they sell us what we want in our Mm -hmm. human weakness, right? And so a part of the answer, I think, is turning it off, is not buying. Mm-hmm. You know, we buy their records and we buy their uh, uh, concert tickets and on and on and on, which allows them to continue to to put this out there. And it, it's hard to combat it. And it was interesting looking at Facebook yesterday. You know, from my friend perspective, it was probably 80%, oh my God, this was horrible. But there was 20% that thought it was the best halftime show that they'd ever seen what with justification right and so i think we try to also justify sometimes our our bad thoughts and and actions um through what others so what we're seeing Mm -hmm. through others well and i just wondered how many people actually remember what song was sung when there was all the all the um choreography should we call it going on i mean could you even pay attention I'm just, I'm appalled and I'm saddened by the people that were negatively influenced. And they may not have thought they were. Right. Very sad. Okay, let's get down to this, the the practical aspects of of striving for sainthood. Because we can talk about the shoulda, woulda, couldas. But, you know, it comes down to what we need to do every single day. And, again, on your website, which is um, the Saint Builder... SaintBuilder.com, just SaintBuilder.com. SaintBuilder.com. If you add an S, St. Builders, you'll come to a housing um, builder. okay. Which they sound, they're probably good. Uh, They probably are. They probably are. SaintBuilder.com. And so on the website, you have this playtime tracker. Um, Now, I have to say, first of all, that the... 
the plane seems contrary to sainthood. I mean, so explain <laughs> what you mean by playtime. Okay, so playtime, and, and personally, I don't see it as contrary to being saintly, but that's just my okay. viewpoint, because I, okay. like, I like to have fun, and I kind of think, you know, mm-hmm. so God put us here, gave us this, this beautiful you know, planet to live on and everything we need. I don't think he said, now go down there and just be serious all the time, mm-hmm. right? Yes, go down there. I, I kind of feel like he's like your parents. The first time you were sent out to the, to the playground, they're like, mm-hmm. all right, be good and have fun. <laughs> so, so in my head, that's what God is telling me. Okay, Be good and have sense. fun and, and do something good in the world, you know, I might add to that. Um, so the the playtime tracker, the, so I like to have fun. Mm-hmm. And in order for me to do things, it needs to be fun and it needs to kind of be a game. So I make a lot of things into life games. So I thought, well, how am I uh, – in each game, you, you need an objective and you need some rules and you need a kind of mm-hmm. a scoring mechanism so you right. can see how you're doing <laughs> and, and how to improve, right? So the objective – Because the, I'm very competitive and I want to win. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> well, actually, okay. it's not even a winning or losing for me. It's <laughs> oh, a, it is for me. It's, it's no. a trying and it's, a, it's, and it's an improving. But um, So the playtime tracker is just one of many tools that I, that I use occasionally. I don't use it all the time. But mm-hmm. that one for me, in the beginning, was just to track my time. So the objective was don't waste time. Okay. And I was shocked to learn. So I, there are categories of play, and I'll talk about that okay. in a second. And I was shocked to learn that I was wasting 50% of my waking hours on just stuff that had nothing to do with you know me trying to be a better person or trying to do some good in the world. And you it was mean that 20 minutes that you spent looking at the 10 most expensive engagement rings in the world. Something like that, yeah. 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 That was Oh, it wasn't engagement rings though. Yeah. Oh. No, yeah. 10 best football <laughs> touchdowns <laughs> ever. Yeah. And yeah. you can just go down that rabbit hole, can't yes. you? And you lose so much time or just, you know, binge watching a show. Oh, I'll just watch one oh, more. Oh, just, just, just one more. One more. Yeah. Right. And it was 50% of my time. So for me, that game, all that is about is um, awareness of how you're spending your time mm-hmm. and spend it on things that, that are a good use of your time in this world. So I think of it from a saint and ain't perspective. Mm-hmm. That's how I think of everything now. Saint versus is, ain't. Yeah. Is it okay. helping me be a saint or ain't. is it making me be an ain't? Yeah. Um, and when you start just being aware of it, just being aware of it. Uh, the next day was more like 10 hours was a valuable use of my time versus eight hours. And it, and it just goes up as mm-hmm. when you think about it and when you track it. Because um, you have 16 awake hours typically. So if absolutely. you sleep eight, that gives you 16. Yeah. You know, I can do the math. Yeah. <laughs> so well, well, the first math I did was, well, okay, 50% of my waking hours are wasted over a lifetime. Average lifetime is 80 years. I've wasted half of my life. I've wasted 40 years. How's that going to look when you get to the pearly gates, yeah. right? <laughs> or yeah. maybe you don't even get to go up there in That's that right. case. Yeah. yeah. So so what are the categories? So the, so the categories, they just happen to spell play. They are Pray or ponder, depending on your beliefs. But mm-hmm. for, for us here, it's, it's pray. And pray to me is, you know, be grateful, you know, ask for forgiveness, forgive others. Um, just think about what you're doing and how it's affecting your life, how it's affecting others' lives. What could you do better and do some planning? Mm-hmm. Okay, so, uh, so the start of every day, 
I just called it time out now. You know, I give myself a time out and my time out is devoted to prayer and planning, you know, for the day so I can be proactive in my day versus being reactive. I mean, when I was in business, I remember I just you get to your phone immediately when you wake up and you're just reacting all day long to texts, mm. to emails, As to voicemails. As my phone is sitting weather. here next to me. <laughs> yeah, buzzing Think, now. Oh, yeah. And uh, so first category is pl- uh, pray. And, you know, we're going to leave our listeners in suspense. We're going to take a break here at the bottom of the hour. So if you know that playtime spells the four categories of our waking hours, give some thought. What would be the L, A, and Y of our playtime? We're going to be right back. This is Straight Talk on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Dowling Catholic Sports 365 is provided in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic with two licensed optometrists, Barbara Sheets, a Dowling Catholic graduate, and Dr. Todd Pedig. The Ashworth Vision Clinic team provides complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. Ashworth Vision Clinic is located at Ashworth and 60th Street in West Des Moines, 515-440-4610, online at ashworthvision.com. Why do folks give to the Catholic Tuition Organization? Probably because they love Catholic schools, right? Partially, but they also like the tax benefits, or they were helped when their kids were in school, or they have been blessed and want to bless others. Whatever the reason, the 65% tax credits are great, and after all, it's for the kids and their future. Online, ctoiowa.org. Doing what is challenging because it's right. That's Blackbird Investments. In 2013, Blackbird Investments was born from the inspiration of St. Kevin. When it comes to building real estate, they look for creative solutions by forming strategic alliances, creating energy-efficient buildings, and engaging with local craftsmen. At its core, Blackbird Investments believes in giving buildings a new life. BlackbirdInvest.com Blackbird Investments. Doing what is challenging because it's right. Vitae Family Care is part of the Iowa Catholic Radio family. Pro-life physician Greg McKernan, a DO, has practiced for 27 years seeing patients of all ages with just about every kind of need. Dr. McKernan lives his faith as a physician and is trained in NAPRO technology, allowing him to diagnose and treat many female conditions and even markedly reduce the occurrence of a miscarriage. VitaeFamilyCare.com Remember, Vitae is Latin for life. Are you prepared for the 2020 Iowa Catholic Men's Conference Sons of the Father? Saturday, February 22nd at the Embassy Suites by Hilton downtown. Mass will be offered at 7.30 a.m., registration begins at 8, and the conference kicks off at 9 with Iowa State University head football coach Matt Campbell. Followed by Joe Stopulis from the Man Up Show. John Leonetti from Iowa Catholic Radio will host the Iowa Catholic Men's Conference Sons of the Father Saturday, February 22nd at the Embassy Suites by Hilton downtown. Learn more at iowacatholicradio.com. Programming support for Catholic Women Now is provided by Iowa's injury attorney, Fred Haas. For over 30 years, Fred Haas has helped injured Iowans recover financial, physical, and emotional losses from car, truck, and motorcycle accidents, work-related injuries, and injuries due to negligence. Most importantly, providing the professional, personal, and responsive legal counsel that everyone deserves. Fred, double D, Haas, double A, the Des Moines Law Offices of Fred Haas. While we have time, let us do good. Ladies, join us for the first Mosaic Luncheon of the Year on Thursday, February 13th at St. Teresa's Church. Our featured speaker is Chris Magruder, founder of The Veil Removed, 
a short film about what happens at Mass that we cannot see. She will talk about the miracles surrounding this project and the many graces that continue to be received. Doors open at 11.30 and lunch is from 12 to 1. Sign up now at iowacatholicradio.com or call 223-1150. Here's your forecast on Iowa Catholic Radio. The clouds stick around today. Cold temperatures, mid-20s and breezy. Cloudy and about 15 and gusty overnight. Might get a few snow flurries tomorrow. Mostly cloudy and we stay in the mid-20s. The weather is being brought to you by Rock Valley Physical Therapy. Outstanding outpatient physical therapy and sports medicine rehabilitation with seven convenient locations in the Des Moines metro and southwest Iowa area. I'm meteorologist Steve Hamilton on Iowa Catholic Radio. Welcome back to Straight Talk on Iowa Catholic Radio. This is Gene Wells. I do encourage you to text us. Um, the political texts are coming in. Yeah, we're not going to go down that path other than saying that it's just a shame that we don't have a winner of, you know, or an outcome from the caucuses last night. Very frustrating for us as a state, and I'm sure for the for the party, the Democratic Party as well. Hey, my guest today is Scott Froyan. He is the co-founder of the Saint Builder Foundation. You can check out his website as, at saintbuilder.com. And we're talking about really tracking our behaviors. And it's not like you have to do this every single day for the rest of your life. It really is a kind of a touchstone to say, where am I at? How, mm-hmm. What does my life look like? If I'm really striving for sainthood, what am I doing? And so you said, you know, the first is of your waking hours, 16 hours, you know, how much time are you using towards good behaviors? And if you wasted half of it, Scott, I don't know why I have you on the air. Come on. Now, <laughs> I'm better now. Yeah, you're oh, you're better now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you have this this playtime tracker and we've we talked that play spells the four aspects of your ac- daily activities. The first one is to pray, which is good. Second one, uh learn. Duh. Yeah. Learn I, something new every day. No, right? once we're done with school, we're done. Oh, sorry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we have to be lifelong learners. I'm an yeah. avid reader, and and I wish I could ab- absorb yeah. and retain all the information I yeah. read. But, yeah. yeah, otherwise, I mean, you do become stagnant. Yeah, absolutely. And it's fun, right? I mean, learn something new or learn a new skill. Mm-hmm. You know, one, one that I l- like to play around with is I like to juggle, right? And so maybe learn a new trick once a, a week or something. So, so it's just something <laughs> for fun. But also learn through reading. So learn about your faith. Right, mm-hmm. and I think one of the biggest things for me is just continuing to inform my conscience. Right, so you know what's right and wrong, um, but it gets so confusing out oh. in, in the world. Yeah, it does. Uh, and so, just continually feeding yourself with with knowledge. You know, reading the Bible every day, reading the the readings, the reflections, all of that. It gets in you, mm-hmm. right, and it's. Um, harder for you to forget during the day, especially if you do this early in the day. Well, and, and and the more you do that, the more your conscience is formed. And you know when you are enticed to do something that you shouldn't because yeah. the con- your conscience is like knocking on your brain going, hello, yeah. you know, should you be doing this? Yeah. And you're like, leave me alone. <laughs> I mean, we get, get really good at justifying those oh, things. Yeah. You know, we're so good at justifying our bad yeah. behaviors, but it's still in us. And it puts that little, I don't know, dark spot on your soul or something. Mm-hmm. You can't get rid of it. Yeah. Um, and you feel I bad. I don't want dark spots on my soul. 
Okay, what's the third? What's the A of play? So the A is probably the biggest one and where you would spend most of your time is taking action, right? Mm -hmm. So, and for action for me is, so we were all given talents, right? And just things we're interested in and we can't explain them. Mm -hmm. Why are we good at this? Why are we interested in this? And then there are needs of others. So when you can do things and take action, they're in line with your talents and building your talents. Um, you're interested in them, so, so you'll keep going. And um, they're solving a problem for somebody else. Those are the actions where you're not wasting your time. So, so not self-serving actions. Exactly. So I actually thought about, you know, in my working days, you know, I was just busy all the time, right? Action, action, action. Mm -hmm. You know, 12 hours a day you're at work. And I thought, I wonder how many of those 12 hours at work were actually wasted. You know, they were not really benefiting somebody else, writing this report or answering this email. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was probably about half of those 12 hours were really not benefiting another individual. Um which I find sad, but we don't think that way. Mm -hmm. We think those are all valuable uses of our time because we're making money. We're earning a living. Mm -hmm. And most of them we have to do, right? right. But, but we can question them, and we can change how we approach our work as well. might be a little bit easier in retirement, um, but I'm not sure that it is. Yeah. I don't know. Well, now you just have more... Um more opportunities for fun things that could right. just pull you away from things that will right. be of service to others. Right. And then you think, well, was that, a, was that fun thing a valuable use of time or not? Mm -hmm. You know, if I, I played tennis today, but I talked to somebody about, you know, their life, mm -hmm. you know, afterwards. And, and Anyway. So the, the why of play, so you've got pray, learn, act, and then you have a word called youthify. Yes, so there's this whole category what? of stuff that I did, and I, I came up with the play, I mean, I backed into it, actually. I said, what's a perfect day for me? And praying and pondering was one, and learning something new was one, and taking action was easy. And then there's all this other category of stuff that I did to make it a perfect day for me. And I'm like, well, what would I call that? Oh, I'll call it youthify because they are all things that kind of serve to keep me young and energized. So young and and I'm like, okay, young youthify. Yeah. And <laughs> need to make this a kind of an action thing, Webster's right? Webster's is going to be adding it as a yeah, new word. I'm sure they will. Yeah. Um, and it's things like exercise and eat right and, you know, floss and, I don't know, put sunscreen <laughs> on and, you know, just and, – and have fun. Mm -hmm. Do something fun every day because I realized when I retired, I had lost my fun. You know, mm. I, I just didn't know how to have fun or be happy anymore because I was just constantly just driving towards the next, you know, business goal and that was well, your life. Well, and even if you're doing things like playing tennis <laughs> – it's like, okay, I have to go play tennis at 3 on yeah. Saturday, yeah. and then by 5 I need to be to church, and yeah. then yeah. I'm going to be, we're going to dinner, and it's yeah. like, wait a minute, where's the enjoyment of yeah. your actual day-to-day -day life as opposed to keeping the schedule? Yeah. Now, yeah. as I looked at this, part of me says, hmm, telling our time yeah. seems more like quantity is yeah. more important than quality, because... Yeah. You know, if you if you're just quantifying your time, that doesn't necessarily mean I prayed. Right. I prayed the scripture, yeah. have no idea what it was, but I prayed it. Yeah. So So and yeah. and so for me it was just awareness, especially with praying, because I would say during my working years there wasn't much of that going on. Mm -hmm. So the tallying of time, first of all, was to figure out am am I using my time wisely, the time that I'm mm -hmm. given. And so that was part of it. And it, and 
uh, that was the main reason, actually, for, for uh, keeping track of the time. But I said, you know what? Let's just say an hour of prayer a day, just because it's something I wasn't in the, the habit of. Mm-hmm. Um, over time, it's become Are kind of this. you doing the cold shower thing, too, and the whole Exodus I 90? Did, I did do that last year. I'm not doing it this year. <laughs> You're only required to do it once. But you know what? I think it is, and thank thank goodness and thank God that Melanie joined me in that because I would have caved the first day. The only reason we made it is that you know she will keep us in in on the rule. So, mm-hmm. um, but I think that is a good exercise to go through one time because it's about self mastery, right? And that, that's the hardest thing is we're just fighting ourselves all day, every day to do the right thing. We know what the right thing is, but it's hard to do with everybody else and telling us to do something else. And that we'll be happier if we do those other things mm-hmm. versus the things that we know we should be doing. And so it's, it's hard to keep yourself on track. So to me, the tallying of time that lasted a little while. And now I'm more in the pray always you know, when I first mm-hmm. read it in the Bible, pray always. And I'm like, oh, hey, pray How do you always. Do that you have all these other things to do. Yeah, well, after mm-hmm. now five years now and, and 55 years before that, mm-hmm. I finally understand that. It's like I'm just praying and asking for guidance and what's next all the time. I'll finish one task and I'll just ask, Holy Spirit, what's next? Mm-hmm. And something will come nearly immediately. And then I question, right? like, was that coming from the Holy Spirit or is that coming from me? Yeah, I don't really want to do that. So it's probably coming from the Holy Spirit. (laughs) I should probably do that. Let's do that. Yeah. Um, And so that's kind of how that works. So so let's move on. So you know, we we do our time test. We kind of see where we are. We see our improvements. Mm -hmm. We take some strides. You know, to to create greater balance. You know, that's the big key word: create balance in our life, but really balance. You know, for a healthier life, a healthy spiritual life. Um, But let's talk about. You know, the virtuous life. You know, we can have a more spiritual life, but a virtuous life. You know, and it's easy to memorize the list of virtues versus the vices, you know, and and humility versus pride and charity versus greed, kindness versus envy. For those of you that are telling, patience versus wrath, chastity versus lust, temperance versus gluttony, and diligence versus sloth. So how do we keep a top-of-mind awareness of these virtues when we are knee-deep in self-pity over someone else's success or like in the Super Bowl when you can't take your eyes off the halftime performance. You know, how do we keep the top-of-mind awareness of those virtues that will really draw us closer to happiness and to God? Yeah, well, first of all, I think... um what first comes to mind for me, because I did this for a while, is I put a rubber band on my wrist. <laughs> and so okay. I'm going to say snap out of it. Because sometimes we're just, we talked about this earlier, we're just kind of sleepwalking through life. Mm-hmm. Right? We're just doing the things that we're, we've always done because we've always done them that way. And, and you know, our, rather than making conscious choices, they've become habits and some of them are good habits and some of them are bad habits, but we just kind of walk through life. So I think we kind of snap out of it. I actually set an alarm on my phone when I was really working at this hard. And, and at the end of every hour, I would just look back at the previous hour and grade myself because I like games mm-hmm. um, on humility versus pride, charity versus greed. I mean, how did I do in the last hour? And I would do that every hour of every day for, I think I did it for a month, is really annoying. (laughs) 
<laughs> but you learn so much of, about yourself, um, and you're able to kind of master yourself, and you start making conscious choices again. So it does become easier. Yes, and, and building new habits. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, I've, I walk by the candy dish, and I grab a candy every time I go past it versus walking to the refrigerator and getting uh, vegetables that Melanie is nicely okay, cut up for me. Okay, now you've just gone too far. Right? I know. It's just, <laughs> but, you know, I just... And maybe because I was retired, mm-hmm. I had the time to do this and just fully focus all my time on this. But I think you can do this in, while you're working as well. I mean, you set a time early in the morning, you know, make your plan. Here's what I'm going to do at noon. How did I do against? And mm-hmm. I actually have a score sheet out in the St. Builder Foundation. Under There's a little thing called the Sandbox, and there's mm-hmm. a whole bunch of stuff out there, but all these crazy worksheets. And one well, of my friends and I love and my, that. Again, I told you I'm a little overly <laughs> analytical, and, and it's the Flying V Tracker, <laughs> which, flying. you know, vices and virtues. Yeah. Um, but, you know, yeah. as I looked at that, I thought, this is kind of like an examination of conscience. Yeah, you absolutely. know, if we're supposed to do this every night, use this as a tool. I mean, there's so yeah. many tools. Yeah. Use this as a tool when you're thinking vices of virtu- versus yeah, yeah, virtues. Yeah. There's three V's yeah. in a row. Well, I, I made up, so I made up this game called it Saint Ball, mm-hmm. just for fun. And it rhymes with paintball. And yeah. I'm like, well, we are kind of fighting the, yeah. the devil, so let's, let's name it that. And, you know, and it's tracking your time and tracking how you're doing on the virtues, and it comes up with a score, right? And, mm-hmm. and so I just take that into reconciliation now, and I say, hey, Father, I, I scored a B. You know, eighty yeah. percent this, this past week, and no, I don't really do that. Oh, okay. But but it really it it helps you just understand where you're at, and it kind of gives you a spark to get better. Even though you're just competing with yourself, it's just for fun. It has nothing to do with actually becoming a saint, right? Well, and you know what's interesting because again, I'm very competitive, and I want to get an A. And again, it goes back to that pride thing. It's like, woohoo, I got an A. Okay, I just lost all of my (laughs) points for being humble. Yeah, and which is good because, again, you know, if you are driven by a competitive spirit and. You know, yes, is it a good thing to get an A in, you know, in this particular kind of aspect? Sure, but then not to gloat. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't it be nice if, like, God would give us, like, a spiritual Fitbit? Yeah. Would that be cool? So you wear this thing, and instead of tracking your steps and telling you where to, when to stand up, you know, like the Apple Watch does, yeah. every once in a while Melanie just stands up. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. My watch told me to stand up. Well, it tells you, like, here's how you're doing in, in, as it relates to your spending your time and how you're doing regarding the, the virtues. Did and, it tell her to stand up and go get a Girl Scout yeah, cookie? Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> right. No, no, no. Hey, folks, it's time to take that quick break, and when we come back, we're going to f- do a fun yeah. exercise that Scott just sent out on a blog, and it's called The Seven Whys. And when we come back, and I started doing this last night in my journal, it is very thought-provoking. So I hope you enjoy our next segment here on Straight Talk on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio's broadcast of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80% of the world. Kemen is on the leading edge of molecular science, manufacturing more than 500 specialty ingredients for the human and animal health and nutrition, pet food, aquaculture, nutraceutical, food technologies, crop technologies, and textile industries. Kemen strives to sustainably transform the quality of life every day for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform the world. Online at Kemen.com. 
The Catholic Tuition Organization provides the best tax savings over any other charitable giving in the state. 65% of your contribution directly reduces your Iowa income tax liability. Plus, there are still federal deductibility options to further save on taxes. Find details online, ctoiowa.org. All this for the kids and their future. Are you prepared for the 2020 Iowa Catholic Men's Conference Sons of the Father? Saturday, February 22nd at the Embassy Suites by Hilton downtown. Mass will be offered at 7.30 a.m., registration begins at 8, and the conference kicks off at 9 with Iowa State University head football coach Matt Campbell. Followed by Joe Stopulis from the Man Up Show. John Leonetti from Iowa Catholic Radio will host the Iowa Catholic Men's Conference Sons of the Father Saturday, February 22nd at the Embassy Suites by Hilton downtown. Learn more at iowacatholicradio.com. Ladies, join us for the first Mosaic Luncheon of the Year on Thursday, February 13th at St. Teresa's Church. Our featured speaker is Chris Magruder, founder of The Veil Removed, a short film about what happens at Mass that we cannot see. She will talk about the miracles surrounding this project and the many graces that continue to be received. Doors open at 1130 and lunch is from 12 to 1. Sign up now at iowacatholicradio.com or call 223-1150. Since 1924, St. Vincent de Paul has been helping those less fortunate work towards self-sufficiency. Last year, St. Vincent de Paul helped over 20,000 individuals with food, clothing, and shelter, while also offering classes in financial literacy, high school completion, career readiness, and prisoner re-entry. SVDPDSM.org, 515-282-8327. Shop, donate, volunteer, serve. This message was brought to you by Homemakers Furniture. Father Kirby, pastor of St. Elizabeth Parish in Carlisle, will lead a 10-day pilgrimage to the Holy Land, August 3rd to the 12th. Walk where Jesus walked in Nazareth, Mount Tabor, the Jordan River, the Dead Sea, Jericho, Bethany, Bethlehem, and the Old City of Jerusalem. Learn more at crownofbethlehem.com, crownofbethlehem.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Corel Contractor, serving Des Moines site work constructed needs for over 60 years, and the Iowa ENT Center, expert ear, nose, and throat care for adults and children. Partial support for Catholic Women Now comes from injury attorney Fred Haas. When Iowans have been injured through no fault of their own, in a car, truck, or motorcycle accident, harmed in a work-related injury, or suffered injury due to negligence of others, Fred Haas has been on their side to help recover from financial, physical, and emotional loss. Fred, double D, Haas, double A. Online at fredhaas.com. The Des Moines Law Offices of Fred Haas. While we have time, let us do good. Thank you for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Hi, this is Father Fabian Moncada. Would you consider a $30 a month donation? Your support keeps Iowa Catholic Radio on the air connecting people to Christ. The Spring Carathon starts Monday, February 17th. Well, welcome back to Straight Talk on Iowa Catholic Radio. This is Jean Wells, and my guest today is Scott Froyan, and Scott is co-founder of the Saint Builder Foundation, and you can find his website at saintbuilder.com, and it's a, it's a wonderful website, first of all, Scott. Oh, thank you. Um, I thought it was very easy to follow. Um, again, I like charts and graphs, and so it's like, oh, this is an interesting way to evaluate you know, where you are in life. And, and again, you know, you may do it for a while, you know, you may, 
I love the time piece where you can yeah. say, how much time am I really wasting? Yeah. And it's not just I'm wasting it not on God, but I'm just wasting it in general. Right. You know? <laughs> if, and once you kind of know that, you're like, I'm going to be more intentional. Yeah. And then the vices and the virtues and the yeah. and the scoring game. What was that one called? The... The um, oh the Saint Ball or the, the Saint Ball yeah, 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 yeah. the yeah. Saint Ball where you actually right. can score your time and your virtues and how you're growing, all very fun. But but you also send out blog posts and you have a number of those that are posted and you also have some books, Saint Me and Playground Heaven, your guide to feeling like a kid again. Um, so both of those are available on your website. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. So um, I would encourage you to read those. I read Saint Me when this came out a while yeah. back. So um, recommend it, folks. It's 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 a good read for us. Well, thank you. Um, so your recent blog post was why? Yeah. But why? <laughs> exactly. I mean, as I'm reading this, it's like you know the two year old. Well, but why? Why do you put cheese in macaroni and cheese? Why? Why? Yeah. We all can hear that two-year-old voice in our head. Oh, yeah. And yet, um, your blog post was you were challenged to to do the seven whys. Yes. And, you know, the first question, and I started doing this in my journaling last night, folks, and it's interesting where your answers go. So just listen in and then do this yourself. So your beginning question is, why is it important to you to be happy? Yeah, so... Um, over the holidays, I had written this, the, the new book I've written is uh, Playground Heaven, Your Guide to Feeling Like a Kid Again. Mm-hmm. And I got that idea, guess where, on a dog walk past yeah. an elementary school where all the kids came out for recess. They were and playing. They, they were so happy. And mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, I, it, the saint book is um, Better People, Better World. Kind of okay. that's what it's all about, mm-hmm. right? Build your plan and, and go for that. And I'm like, happier people more, are more saintly people, yeah. in my opinion. And happier world, better world. Right, so so that's what this new book is about, and I thought over the holidays as we were di- driving down to Florida, you know, maybe I'll do a weekly blog on how to be happy. happy. Yeah, how to be happier. So why is it important for you to be happy? Exactly. So this guy, so I'd written four blog posts, and you, you can go to playgroundheaven.com. Okay. And, or Playground Heaven Living on Facebook. Okay. And you can read these these posts. But, um I, so I'd written four of them, and the, and the guy asked me, a friend of mine, said, why is it so important to you to be happy? And I, I thought, well, what a dumb question. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't say that out loud. <laughs> said, yes, you did. I said, well, well, it beats being unhappy. And well, he, then he said, I'm going to ask you why seven times. And right. that's apparently this technique right. um, that he's used. So why is happy better than being unhappy? It, yeah. I said, well, because I'm a better person when I'm happy and I do more good for myself and for the world when I'm happy. So that was my second answer. So, But then why is it important to you to be a better person and to do more good in the world? And so now it started getting harder. Right. And, and, and I said, <laughs> that's well. That's what I found, too. <clears throat> and I thought, well, to me, it's our responsibility. We've been get, given all these gifts, right? And we should do something with them because it's kind of the the faith and works thing. Right? Mm-hmm. So um, to me, my answer on that one was that it, it's our responsibility to do the best we can with our talents to make the world a better place for all to live in, right? So I use my talents to help other people. And together, we make this this world a better place. So why? <laughs> why is it important for you 
to make the world a better place. Isn't it somebody else's yeah. job? Well, why, <laughs> why, Jean, are you acting like a two-year-old? Why? Oh, oh um, uh, so my next answer was because I'm tired of seeing unhappy people, and it's really why I retired. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're going into a large organization every day, and, and I had a large organization, organization within that, I mean, you just see people that are not happy. And mm-hmm. when you're not happy, you do unhappy things, and it's just a spiral, downward and you treat spiral. People in a not very nice yeah. way. And I would spend most of my day just working out issues between people or between teams or whatever, and they were all things that didn't have to happen. But so that was my next answer mm-hmm. because I don't want people to be unhappy. Well, and it's interesting. So we're running out of time. We're going to skip a couple of whys. Why are you tired of seeing unhappy people? Because people have the power to be happy themselves. Right. We can all be happy. Why is it important to you that people be happy? Because happy people are good people and they strive to make the world a better place. So now we've down six whys. Seven, why is it important to you that the world be a better place? Because it's meant to be a happy place. <laughs> that's, that's what I think. We were put here to be happy. So we want to be happy. God wants to be happy. He gave us all these rules to be happy. We break them all the time. So he sent his son to show us the way, right? Mm-hmm. Now just do it this way and you're going to be happy. And you're going to be happy eternally. Yeah, I would encourage people to pick a why question. Mine was, why do I want to be a saint? Oh, holy moly. It is very thought-provoking as to what your motivation is and how that how – and I haven't gotten all seven whys done. So, Folks, I hope you found that interesting. I hope you will challenge yourself to a, a series of seven whys to delve deeper into where your life is. Hey, it's time to wrap up. It's another day, another straight talk. So grateful to my guest, Scott Froyen, for joining us, co-founder of The Saint Builder. You can find his website, St. Builder.com. Thanks to our producer, Jimmy Olson. And today I'm asking St. George the Dragon Slayer, a man of virtue who stood up for what was right and true and good. St. George, pray for us. Iowa Catholic Radio and Straight Talk is on the air because of your prayers and generosity. I thank you so much. Please consider a tax-deductible gift to Iowa Catholic Radio at iowacatholicradio.com. Straight Talk is uh, on Every Tuesday at 10 a.m. and rebroadcast at 10 p.m. on Iowa Catholic Radio. Stay tuned now for Christ is the Answer with Father John Ricardo. Straight Talk, every Tuesday at 10 a.m. and 10 p.m. on Iowa Catholic Radio with Gene Wells. Brought to you by Blackbird Investments.